If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen and Diva, I'm so happy for you. My name is Troy and I find oysters to be an aphrodisiac. And you're listening to Sissy That Pod, your favourite RuPaul's reaction podcast. And maybe your favourite episode of Drag Race ever. We are talking about the Rusical on season 16, Troy. Good episode. This definitely made up for that dodgy girl group challenge, right? This was the peak of the season so far for me. Oh, 100%. If you're watching season 16 alongside UK versus the world, you can check out the coverage of UK versus the world over in the premium feed. If you're interested to head over to headstuffpodcast.com, you'll find me over there. I've got a different guest every week and we're getting into that gorgeous cast of queens. Do you have a have a Britney Spears song that you describe this episode with? Oh, describe this episode. Um, I'm going to say sometimes... Because sometimes these girls hit it out of the the park and sometimes they don't. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes they, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes things just synchronize and you get an absolute banging episode, which we have. And actually, may we say so ourselves, quite a good episode of Sissy That Pod as well. We are joined by the ever charming Fanula Jones and we get into all the shenanigans of this week's episode. So let's go. Panula Jones, welcome back onto the podcast. Uh, how are you keeping in the world of flops? I'm great, um, Tommy Cahoon. Not to say you're a flop. But... <laughs> no, I am a flop. It's fine. I'm a flop queen. You're I'm, a queen of the flops. I'm happy to take on um, that title. Uh, no, I'm great. I'm delighted. I've been a bit um, drag race adjacent, shall we say. I've been a bit out of the franchise. This was a great reintroduction for me, I have to say, and it's always a you're pleasure jo- to be here. You're with joining them, so. us. Thank you very much. You're joining us on a very good episode. This mm. musical. I mean, well, Troy, I, I, would you agree, Troy? Best episode of the season so far, for sure, at one thousand percent, and also like one of the best musicals I think of all time. I was gonna say what, maybe one of the best episodes of Drag Race of this of the twenty twenties. Yeah, it was really good. Mm. Who has been taking your fancy so far in season sixteen, Fanula? Okay, I really like uh, Safira. Safira. Safira, yeah, yeah. Safira is, like, if I was to call it now, maybe my winner, especially based off this episode. Um, I liked Q. I like Q a lot. Uh, Nymphia as well. Probably they're my top three, I would say. Everyone else, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, a lot of, like, I don't know. Some of them just felt very background character to me it was and i don't know what are you thinking of the cast this year i don't know i can't make heads or tails of them in some way do you want to take that troy (laughs) i'm like okay i'm working on trying to be more positive or whatever perfect Um, brilliant (laughs) or whatever great way to end any sentence with that said um this is not my favorite cast it feels like there are a couple people where i really am like how like of all the thousands of audition tapes and like the people that have auditioned for Drag Race, like how, how I don't understand. It's a, it's odd. It feels like a lot of filler. A lot, yeah, a lot of filler. And I was kind of getting that vibe as well. Definitely. Like I think, I think you've got a strong. Like we did a kind of power rankings last week. I think you have a strong six, maybe seven. You know, of Plasma, Safira, Dawn, Nymphia, Q, Plain Jane. Well, okay. Come back to my name. Tsunami. Okay. Tsunami. And, and I could opinion, watch. But okay. <laughs> I, I could watch. I'd rather just watch those six, just do the full season, just the six of them. Yeah. Because honestly, Maya, Maya and Megami, and like a few people we've already said goodbye to, 
I mean, Maya's still there. I mean, only because she's good at lip syncing, but really has not got the note to shine. I just don't, like, logistically, and this could be ignorant of me to say, but I just don't understand a, like, a drag queen who is afraid to put themselves out there. Like, I literally don't understand the concept of it. Like, I just can't wrap my head around it. A shy, and not only a shy drag queen, a drag queen who made it on Drag Race and is, like, has crippling shyness. What? And I, I, when I was watching this, I was, and I was watching it unfold, I I had the exact same reaction. And I get that, obviously, you're filming a reality TV show. It's a different experience. It's completely different to performing drag on stage or anywhere else. And it's obviously so produced and constructed river. But I, I, I could not fathom. I was like, why did you apply if this seems like your worst nightmare? Which, as a view, from a viewer's perspective, it really does. I guess... You don't know what it feels like until you do it. Yeah. TV wise. Ah, yeah. But, yeah. and also like, it kind of feels like for most drag queens, and this isn't the case, but it probably feels like if you're a drag queen, that like the natural career trajectory is be a local drag queen, get on Drag Race. Yeah. You know, and the path to become like a Juno Birch feels a lot more difficult. Mm. Yeah. Th- yeah. That's a fair point. I would, I would take that. She also very much gives me strong, like, I think I've said this about her before, strong, like, in my hometown, I am really that girl. Like, locally, I'm that bitch, nobody can touch me, everybody, I'm the dancing queen, the flipping queen, whatever, and then you leave your local bar, and all of a sudden you're on drag race, and it's, like, terrifying, you know? Big fish, small pond to small fish, Atlantic Ocean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're flipping it out of the sea all the time. Do you know where to catch The episode opens. Uh, there's a kind of chat after Geneva goes up. I don't think there's much to talk about there. So they get the challenge. It is a musical to the sound of music. I mean, Troy is in the US. Is is the sound of music a Christmas staple every year, like it would be in Ireland? Um, it's not a staple, but like the girls who get it get it. Like it's not Home Alone here. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like... For us, it's kind of up there with Willy Wonka. Okay. Turning the chocolate factory. Okay, yeah. Here it doesn't have the same yearly whatever, but people adore it. Like, it's still absolutely beloved. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think one of my favorite musicals, I went to... Uh, if you go to Salzburg, you can actually get, do the Sound of Music tour and they bring you around the houses that they film at. And there was an old bus man who was trying to get us to sing all the songs on the bus and everyone didn't want to do it. But he My was, actual it, idea it, of hell. Oh my <laughs> God. Man, I'm here to... I'm here to know the songs. I'm not here to sing. Don't make me sing. Oh, actually, maybe it would be my actual and idea. I and just kind of... Don't make me sing. Sa- sang under the breath swaying lightly with my grandparents it was it, i mean i enjoyed it <laughs> you stop off to, at the church she gets married in for some strudel i mean it, I, I, it's enjoyable you had me a strudel considering yeah, <laughs> okay so that's interesting because it was clear which of the queens were getting the references from the the room mail and which ones weren't. So I was wondering whether maybe it isn't relatively as big of a deal um, in the in the US that it is maybe here. Let's just skip through the preamble because the musical is so good. There's lots to talk about. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I was like, okay. Sorry, can I do like that whole thing was just like she didn't have enough time or they didn't have enough money to pay her. There was like we we have you five minutes. You need to come in and say how much drag means to you. Brilliant, which I do actually believe was an authentic, genuine thing she was saying, and I felt quite emotional. I actually thought it was great, but I was like, this is so bizarre. Like I I hate when they do that where it's like crammed into this kind of weird joke, and then it's just okay, bye. Though I will say I appreciated that everyone had different references for Melissa McCarthy. That someone was like that's Ursula, bitch. And then someone else is like, it's Molly from Mike and Molly. I was like, no, babe. It's the girl with the puppies from Bridesmaids. What are you talking about? Hello. Mike and Molly, give me a break. <laughs> I'm like, it's the secretary from uh, Charlie's Angels. Oh my God. Perfection. 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 <laughs> that, yeah, that, that that's top marks. That is top marks <laughs> for that one. Uh, Spawn Con for Baby Bell? Melissa McCarthy just threw Baby Bell at them all. Like, is is that the is, if that was genuine? Like, 
baby bell marketing influencer spawn con that is the best guerrilla marketing i've ever seen <laughs> just have melissa mccarty show up in a random reality tv show and throw baby bell at the cast just being pelted <laughs> tiny wheels of cheese i'm yeah i'm on board with that actually <laughs> yeah i also wrote down in my notes is megami always close to tears and i think we can say yes yeah Again, someone who just does not look like they're enjoying this process at all. Not really sure why they signed up. Just permanently serving, like, puss. Like, a uh, puss. Like, just sad. Verge of tears, yeah. sadness. Sour puss. Sour puss, indeed. Sour puss. <laughs> oh, I also, sorry, had after Melissa McCarthy's little speech, and then she was like, and don't forget, like, there's no small parts. I love Morphine, main character energy being like, She's talking directly. She to was me speaking now, directly so. to me, and oh my god, she read me for Phil. But thank God because I'm going to take this as a learning moment. Who the what are you talking about, delusion? <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> Nobody. What? No. This conversation has moved on from that. I feel. It's like somebody saying "break a leg" and the person being like, "Oh my god, wait a minute, break a leg." I broke a leg in fifth grade. She's reading me down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, New York being like, break a leg? Break a leg? (laughs) I hope you break your leg. (laughs) Oh my god. Also, sorry, can I just comment? Some of the drag names in this cast, strange. When are we bringing back just puns? Why are we just naming ourselves after brands and like letters assembled together? You know what I mean? I'm not. Who's the, who's the brand? Uh, Morphe well sorry I know Morphe Morphine okay. word, yeah. but yeah like I don't know when are we going back to good old-fashioned puns that's all I'll say on that I mean well, Maya am- Amon LePage and Hershey Liqueur Jeté were far too many letters there should be a cap of 16 there letters there has to and again Rich from someone whose name is Fanula with nine letters which nobody <laughs> understands but I know we need to uh, there, yeah, you, said, you didn't get to choose that name you didn't get to yeah, choose bring it up with my parents actually if anyone has an issue you can bring it up with them <laughs> what what did you think? So you mentioned playing Jane. You we kind of had a comment about it earlier on. Where are you landed on playing Jane? We did a poll during the week. I asked the followers of the of the page, "Is playing Jane serving anything other than villain?" And ninety percent of them said no. Where do you land? Yeah, this is the thing. Go to TV. Average to fine drag, I would say. They, it's just I. I think it was Troy that was saying it maybe a couple of weeks ago, or potentially even last episode. I just don't. There's not a strong drag identity there for me in terms of what they're trying to do beyond maybe wanting to be a reality TV star, which is fine, but that's not... Then are you on the wrong show then, potentially? I don't know. Even the runway was just... And it was... I I don't know. It was just the definition of safe. The definition of safe. And we're halfway through. It's not good enough to be safe, in my opinion, at this point. She even said something during the runway this week, which obviously we'll get to, which was like... It's like, she said, like, it's my campiness, which I've become known for. It's what you expect from me. And I was like, I don't think anybody expects anything from you except to, like, be mean and, like, kind of funny. Where's the campiness? Is the campiness in the room with us playing? It's not, I don't think. Who are you talking about, like, delusion? Yeah, and she, I remember that she referred to herself as a clown when she came in. And now, yeah, where's that? I don't see camp or I see clown. I don't get clown either at all. And someone said to me, I feel like she's just blaming the fact that she's mean on being Russian, which. <laughs> Katya would never. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily an unfair assessment. I mean, like, is like, oh, you know, I was bullied by my Russian conservative dad and I used to do ballroom and then someone told me he was gay and I hit it down. It's like, okay, this trauma in the past and. Is it being linked to Russia? I don't know. I mean, it shouldn't be, but yeah, that seems to be the subtext. <laughs> I love that conspiracy. Is it being linked to Russia? We don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Let, let's jump onto the runway before we get into the actual musical. Was that a cry for help from Rue based on the clothes? The, the pink sort of like cotton wool bra and then the black and white sort of zebra cummerbund and the blue awful it was like the clothes i would make for my brats dolls as a child and that's i'm not complimenting myself there like it bad it was giving oh she thinks she's serving fashion designer but she's not 
it was now I will say as well though the hair and the, like I love redheaded Rue but also giving the third evolution of Ice Spice you know what I mean like Ice Spice is Charmander <laughs> and RuPaul is Charmander you know which I also appreciated but yeah the fact yeah the styling was weird especially when Michelle looks so good in that powder blue oh so nice Red hair Rue always reminds me. I love red hair Rue. And it reminds me of like the first couple seasons when she was doing like the Tyra parody still. Like when she was still doing like a next top model gag of, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love yeah. No, I think it, it works for her. that. That Whatever this kind of coppery tones really work for her. Mm-hmm. But it was just that. It was, it was like somebody, if somebody got dressed or like, do you know when people don't, you can tell when people didn't have a full light mirror because they can't tell how much the bottom half doesn't go with the top half. That was really, <laughs> yeah, really actually, yeah, very that. How do we get Ross away from the sequin bombers? Because I'm over that, I think. <laughs> oh, he has a line. He has a line of them that you can. Ah, post. okay. Oh, well, now there it's we all, go. it all. Yeah, we're sense. never getting away. Brilliant. Okay, would you, that's... would you purchase one? Would I? I. <laughs> not in this lifetime. Not in this lifetime. I'm like, would I? I like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sound of music. So I was I was wondering where they were going at at the start, but I actually think it all worked really well in the end. It's set in the in Abbey, the iconic gay bar. There's three competing girl groups, and Mariah slash Maria is kind of breaking out of the convent and going to join another group. Um, Fanula, tell me about your reaction to this as as a whole. What you liked about it? Uh, again, I had no idea really what to expect going into it, and I. I just loved it. I thought it was so funny. You could tell even like hearing Rue and Michelle and all of them just absolutely cracking up in the background, just added to it. I actually felt uh, some of the songs were like I would listen to unironically, which always kind of helps back a Rusical, in my opinion. I'm not a huge Sound of Music person. I think I learned how to play Edelweiss on the Tim Whistle in primary school, hashtag drama. And that's as far as my kind of knowledge extends to bar what everyone knows about it but I thought that just the way they strung it together was so good and again like Safira for me just like oh my god could not take my eyes off her just like laugh out loud performance I thought the costuming for everyone was really good bar Mariah's final outfit which someone should be in prison for that I don't actually it was actually made me really angry um just so good yeah. Just so fun. So fun. That's a fair uh, plasma bit where plasma kept interrupting them. You could watch 25 minutes of that nonstop. Like every time it was funny. Yeah. I felt the same. Honestly, I thought it was one of the best musicals in the history of the show. It was like very well written. Like the bits were really Mm. fun. Jokes were fun. They all landed. The people who weren't that great were not like abysmal. So they didn't bring everybody down. They just kind of were like in the middle, but the people who were good were like good, good. Yeah. Like really good. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. I love the costuming. I loved like the bit with like the the uh what do you call that? The stole, the long first stole. Yeah. Oh my god, oh. that was so funny. So At first I thought it was like a glitch and I was like, oh my God, her thing is stuck to the lights or something. And then kept <laughs> going. It was just so it was so good. Yeah, I really think like I, they they really got the references right. I feel just the right amount, but still kind of making it original. Um, and like Q as Amanda Lepore, the Baroness. Like the story, the story of the, of Sound of Music is kind of funny in that the Baroness is the villain, but really like she's just a woman dating a man who ends up having an affair with the nanny. Like if it, it's like if if that whole you know David Beckham story was framed from the point of the of the nanny. Like it, it's Oh my god, you know, write she... that write that musical, Rebecca <laughs> on stage. Rebecca, write it now, Gian. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it would just be called loose. You know? <laughs> Please, I need it biblically. I need it now. But to like ham up the character because she was always like the like the hammer up and like in a, such a drag way was so fun to have her as part of a girl group and then you know there's always kind of some wacky humor in these things but Nymphia's character and the pine cone worked every single time yeah was it Nymphia was it the joke was it both of them like 
I just thought they were all perfectly pitched and I laughed at every single pine cone joke. When the Von Snatch stuff initially started happening, I was like, is this going to be really hammy and like re- like go too far that way? But it just didn't. And it, I think it was because it worked so well in conjunction with the other two groups. And obviously Plasma's Mariah, it was so as a cohesive cast, definitely one of the best, if not the, the best, potentially Rusicals. That's a really good way to put it. It just felt cohesive. That's maybe yeah. why good. It really felt like an actual musical. Like mm. it really a real play. Yeah, definitely. And there was even these like subtle jokes like Salzburger Mary, which I thought was you know, it was very fun. And then like the fact that Mariah was late to the gig because they stole the spark plugs from the car, which the nuns do in the movie. Like I thought there was like something on there at every level of fandom for no matter how much you know about the same music, you're going to get what you want from it, which I thought was also really clever. Mm. Um, and also like the songs were kind of based around like, how do you solve a problem? Like Maria, how do you tame Mariah? Again, very funny. And I kind of like the callback to break up bye-bye in the so long for a while. Like, I mean, I, okay, yeah, but so I do have something to say about that. Why was one of the singing voices, like, it kind of sounded Irish? It sounded like bad Irish. It sounded like leap year, you, your man and leap year Irish. I was kind of getting, whoa, because I saw it in the preview first. So I was like, what the fuck, Ruskill, are they doing that it's... Were they trying to be Blue Hydrangea? Maybe, I don't know, but it was... It was it was catching my ear a small bit. That's probably the only place I dropped marks where I was like, was getting the twitch on. <laughs> okay, I'll have to listen back to that because I didn't hear that. Please, I hope someone if someone is listening and they heard, you need to message the sissy that pod Instagram and back me up, please. <laughs> please, please. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com. I'm Lawrence Cheney and this is Sissy That Pod. We'll go through the individual performances, I guess, as we go through the runway, which was I Can Buy Myself Flowers. Um, if you want to walk, look along at home as we go through them, there's an Instagram page called drag.looks that has all the looks from this week's runway. Um, up first was uh, Plasma, who did a funny girl inspired look with a, uh, so my fair lady huge hat yellow roses around the shoulders cinched in at the race and then came down to sort of fan out with a kind of like um, knee height bustle uh, Plasma I thought looked great and I mean killed that challenge like didn't seem to put a note wrong was so in it was in her element and like I'm thinking to Lady Cat was it no Bosco in season 14 for the Moulin Rouge kind of fought to have the centre role and then just didn't live up to it like I think when you fight for that central role you kind of could set yourself up for failure and I was really hoping Plasma didn't and she absolutely didn't she kicked it out of the park I did enjoy it and I do I think she was excellent but for me I don't know I still feel like Sapphire just edged her just slightly in places the runway edible delicious this is I live for this style of drag so I was like I like a unique interpretation I got the references you're kind of going with a different kind of color palette that you're not really expecting from flowers and floral and stuff like that the makeup delicious loved it loved that I have to say I felt like obviously she did really well during the challenge I think that what sucks is sometimes with like people in her position on this show where like we've all been waiting to see how she would do in this challenge, you know? And she did as well, I think, as we probably expected. Like it didn't feel like, it wasn't like unexpected how well she did. I was just like, okay, yeah, like this is what I thought she would do. And she pulled it, you know? It was like kind of exactly as I expected she would do. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. You know what you're saying? Like, uh, there's high expectations and she met them. And I also think the thing yeah. is, because she's in all of it, she do- she's an anchor. She's a thread through the story. So she doesn't get a standout moment, whereas all the other yeah. stand standout moments. So it's kind of hard to compare. But I kind of feel just like... 
the consistent level of delivery and the fact that like okay Safira maybe had more of a standout moment but Plasma's role was more difficult and she did it just as well as Safira did so I, that's kind of yeah. why I kind of felt she got deserved the win yeah that's fair I just I, yeah I just feel like I was kind of whelmed you know what I mean not yes. overwhelmed not underwhelmed just quite that's simply whelmed the best way to put it also mm. I will add she had an absurd amount of dialogue like yeah the whole- I was just thinking, like, how is this even physically possible? Like, not only did she have a ton of lines, they were all really fast. And, like, you know, had she screwed up any of that, she would have screwed up the narration of the whole thing. And so that looked really difficult. (laughs) That's me being positive. (laughs) (laughs) I also actually meant to say earlier on as well. So, like, there's kind of been two types of musicals up to a certain point in Drag Race where they would do something like Glamazon Airways or Social Media the Rusical in season 13 or else they'd do these like Madonna the Rusical or Share the Rusical where it would be kind of like a multi um, everyone takes a song by that artist and they tell the story of the artist through those songs but like only one person's on stage they're not characters who interact and the last few years they've done kind of mock-ups of actual musicals so you had the Moulin Rouge in 14 you had Footloose or was it called Wigloose in season 15 and then this you know Sound of Music uh, and I definitely think they work better overall the fact yeah. that we actually get characters and they're interacting on stage it feels a lot more theatrical and you feel like you're actually seeing a musical you see more of the queens as well I think obviously like literally but to kind of get a better understanding of them and their drag and like see their strengths and their weaknesses I think it makes sense that they do it more like this going forward and I think they should yeah because the Madonna musical although I loved it uh, I think kind of ends up just being a bit of a lip sync challenge whereas this is actually theatrics yeah I agree with that sometimes the like choose one diva like musicals can be like they're either like really good or like they're offensive like they literally make me like violently angry. <laughs> like how can we annoy troy this season <laughs> i'm like <laughs> we have left in the diva book um her brilliant you can annoy me by only showing up as geisha madonna 40 times in a row like it's <laughs> that still wakes me up at night that's fair that's honestly so fair come on no she better don't yeah that was yeah. <laughs> that's great uh okay second on the runway was Safira with this massive I mean I'm not a, I'm not a flower gal I can't name the flower for you so I just wrote down orchid in my notes but there yeah, was yeah orchid-esque orchid-esque yeah but orange around the trim of the leaves and then sort of like a, a green dress and yellow wig the first of all Phil, I know you're a Pokemon fan Rosalia yeah. Um, yeah. Then the <laughs> I got Meganium. I was getting more Meganium oh, yeah. okay. meets because she's my fave. Um, Meganium meets the piranha plants from Mario. Oh yeah. Meet the cover <laughs> of one of the twi- there's one of the Twilight books and there's a big red and white flower on it. I don't know if it's the last one or the second one. It was kind of giving a combination of all of them, and I was live laugh loving her girls. <laughs> one of my faves. One of my faves <laughs> is not my fave. I think so strong. I. <sighs> I just thought it oh, was don't a big be a flower. I just thought it flowers? was a big flower. No, some of them are no. worst. <laughs> I I thought it was uh, I thought it looks really beautiful, really well constructed, especially when you get into some of the later looks where it's like we're just going to do loads of flowers and then it gets too busy and and messy. I don't know. That's that's what I liked about it. Okay, Troy, spit the difference. <laughs> who are you siding with? Okay, can I just first say that I put in my notes that it was giving drag Oprah Winkle in time. Not that any of us saw Winkle in time, but it's from the preview. It looks like Oprah. <laughs> when flat when, when Mother Oprah returned to Mother Nature and just like was that one with with flora and fauna. Yeah. Yeah. Um I okay, I'm gonna be a little bit of a hater. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I was not like I, I thought it was gorgeous and really beautiful, but I was not like melting into the ground over it. But I thought it was stunning. Okay. Enjoy being wrong. <laughs> okay. Well. We're we're men. We can be wrong with confidence. That's what society taught us to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck's sake. 
<laughs> right, we'll move swiftly on to Morphine, who gave Flower Child sort of hippie play suit that with flowers all in the back, a sort of like sunflower, a sunflower flower crown with belt and kind of like leather, was it like jacket, tassel jacket and some flowers in her hand. Um, I mean, this does read as flowers. And if you saw it, you'd go, is it a flower runway? But, like, it's not necessarily eleganza, which it didn't have to be. But compared to some of the other eleganzas, it felt flat. It's so perfectly morphine where it's just, right, it's like you'll forget it if nobody reminds you. It's so, like, leg avenue Halloween bag costume that you get from, like, the store. The makeup is incredible. They did a zoom makeup and it was absolutely stunning her makeup is always stunning like she's a really really incredible makeup artist the wig i thought was super cool i love when she turned around and had like the the flowers like braided into her wig but like this look i mean what are, what this far into drag race what are you thinking the neck up stunning stunning in- impeccable makeup i loved the wig and the detail the neck down, she in. It's she in. Yeah. Okay. And we're halfway through and you're giving us and I I understand your interpretation of flower child. And I think that could have been done in a more elevated, refined way, unfortunately. It was just I don't know. It was so as Troy it's said, not dragon up. Costumey. No, not dragon up whatsoever. Costumey, yeah. in my opinion. But bonus points to her for not mentioning that she has a BBL this week. I thought about you. <laughs> I was like, is she going to say it? Is she going to say it? Is she going to say it? <laughs> Not the BBL counter. Oh my God. <laughs> well, when you make your personality, the fact that you've got a BBL, I mean, what else can you do? Um, Maya Iman LePage was up next in what I would say it was actually really nice kind of uh, scarlet velvet look with rosebud. It was stones again she also was like this is the classic maya iman lepage look which was news to me because it's all because <laughs> it's all glitz and glamour and i was like oh right that's yeah. just, that's your viewpoint in drag maya is it just glitz and glamour i thought she looked good i didn't love the pussycat wig but other than that i thought like it looked like a nice garment and that, yeah thumbs up I actually liked the Pussycat wig. I, and I wouldn't usually, but I liked it when we get into spoilers, the inevitable lip sync. But uh, again, yeah, I just kind of thought this was nice. I'm not sure I would have immediately thought flowers had I not known the theme though, but I don't know if it was just because it was red and like roses. I don't know. I was like, yeah, okay. Like, sir, like absolutely serviceable, but beyond that, I don't know, maybe not 100% for me. I will also say I shockingly I I liked the pussycat wig. I liked the little bus driver wig. And I thought it would like it like adorned the headpiece well, like combating or fighting. Um, I think I've said this before, but one of the things that I just can't shake when it comes to modern drag race is that everybody just gets a bunch of shit made by professionals and then they just like wear it. And it doesn't feel as like when somebody comes out in a really shocking look like they used to back in the day, like when Raja would just like put a bunch of shit together and then it would be like, whoa, like how did you even, how did that happen? It doesn't feel like that anymore. It's like, wow, you got an absolutely stunning dress made by a designer for the flower challenge. And that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's yeah. funny. The dress is wearing her more than she's wearing the dress. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think that could be got to do with the fact that we don't still know her her identity as drag. Like, I think there's a world where she could be like an Akira, who's like a real drag queen's drag queen, real Southern pageant drag. And like, you're like, yeah, this is exactly what I expect from Akira. Whereas like one week she comes out dressed like Janet Jackson, the other week she comes out this and she's like, this is a classic look. And I'm like, okay. Right. And she's like mumbling through explaining it. I'm like, girl, like <laughs> stop being a fly on the wall. You're on drag race. Like, God this is me wearing clothes i will not make any further comment at this time Ruth's <laughs> like do you have a big personality she's like mm-hmm. <laughs> okay girl. okay <laughs> would you like to show it at some point no. um no. <laughs> no i'm okay thank no. you no 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 <laughs> next up was somebody who i felt we actually saw a lot of in this episode in the talking heads was don 
she was giving she was in her ghoul era with this like <laughs> light blue into sort of navy trim on the dress these navy roses with these red gloves and and, and, and actual roses in her hand and then a kind of like red netty tooled ruffle thing around her neck with a white uh white blonde wig with red horns sticking at the top i i like that we're seeing this other side of dawn we've seen we've seen nymph we've now we're seeing ghoul i like it i was obsessed with this dress i absolutely loved it i thought it was so beautiful i loved when the camera zoomed in on and you actually got to see like all the beading and all those flowers are like i mean it was just it's so intricate there's so much detail i love the contrast of the red i think it looks really cool and her makeup they did a zoom in on her face her makeup like it is it's telling a whole story just in the makeup alone I love the horns that like it's hair and it's coming I don't know I just think the whole thing is great I'm such a I'm such a dawn girl I really liked this I loved the inverted palette the concept I kind of feel like if I was to make one critique I don't know what I've liked at all navy to kind of maybe hammer home the concept a little bit more or like maybe the navy ombre kind of come up a bit higher Mm, yeah yeah, i really liked it and like a genuinely kind of unique take on the theme i thought i I agree with you maybe even the gloves being the color of the darker flowers or something just to kind of like i don't know i agree yeah because i got confused is this a ghoul wearing gloves or is it a ghoul (laughs) with red arms (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is this a ghoul wearing gloves <laughs> I mean yeah let's let's put a pin <laughs> when when you don't know what you're looking at you just say is this a ghoul wearing gloves <laughs> I'm like wait is this a ghoul wearing gloves <laughs> uh, Troy huge you're a huge Don fan how did you feel about at the start of the episode her having a touch of the I should have won syndrome <laughs> listen it's a tale as old as time somebody has to have a touch of the i should have won syndrome on drag race like i would probably be, be that girl every week i can just feel that in my spirit i don't blame her <laughs> you you think you should have been black china to be honest as well <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone's fave Megami is up next she was giving a floral a bridal look so it was like a juxtaposition i guess between the virginity of the wedding dress to kind of the more promiscuous lingerie i thought there was fun play with words that so she was in a flower dress but she was going to be deflowered i mean i i thought this looked nice i thought her makeup was very strange like i think it made it look like one of her eyes was droopy like i don't mm. think i noticed it until michelle kind of had a go at the makeup um but like as a concept this was this was perfectly fine for me i don't know where you guys land i i so i wrote down girls that can't speak french video because that's kind of what it was giving for me and i love that video and i think the wardrobe and the styling oh oh <laughs> immaculate no, and yeah, I, that's I, better I wrote, than this all right that, that, uh, that, yeah it, oh it is this is like aldi girls that can't speak french video but i i wrote down good but judges will hate it and they, like they and i agree i feel like the makeup was very severe for what the concept was trying to illustrate. I will say again, I also don't think it helps that she permanently looks like she's about to ball her eyes out or like is or thinking about balling her eyes out. You know what I mean? But yeah, I I did like this, but I'm a sucker for that aesthetic anyway. So I'm probably the wrong person to ask. I really liked it too. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think the concept was well executed. Like I think given a little bit more like the whole like I spilled on my dress and now I'm I'm wearing this I grabbed a bunch of flowers and it's like I don't know how she thought walking out and holding a stained dress for less than a second would like we'd fill in all those blanks that she got like what but I I think it's really pretty it it gave me like Moulin Rouge vibes but like early to that like like Lady Marmalade like it's very like Christina Aguilera. Lady yeah, Bond. she needs the Bichon Freeze blonde <laughs> hair, really, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. that would have killed. Yeah, that would look so good. But it's pretty. It's very, very pretty. I think it's really well made. I love the pearls. 
like I I like the whole thing I just didn't get like the vibe and I think if she was better at makeup there could have been an opportunity for a really cool makeup moment even like you know like you said like crying or something like I don't know she just sucks I'm sorry like she just (laughs) (laughs) Troy positive McKinney here he is I hate her. It was like it was like you got to the limit of trying to say nice things that you just burst and said she sucks. The ghouling gloves is me. At one point, I'm gonna have (laughs) dishwashing gloves on for no reason, and I'm not gonna explain it. The ghouling gloves is me. Uh, I was gonna say something nice, which is I do think she has a good eye. Like she, I think she tends to over accessorize, but I think she does know when to stop because I think she always comes out with lots on. But I, I think she cuts it like just short or maybe just slightly over where is okay. In that, like mm-hmm. it isn't like far too much. She does seem to make it balance in a way, and I think she's managed with this because there's a lot going on, but it doesn't feel sensory overload. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> okay, we'll move on before you burst into another. <laughs> hateful tirade this time <laughs> to Nymphia who was a latex uh, cactus with a sort of like lilac flower on her head and then out of her arms shoot sh- shot two other flowers as well um, you know Nymphia loves a concept I this felt kind of run of the mill for me like because it's come with the context of Nymphia she's great and she's really kooky I think she got some points but like on another queen I think we'd be reading this down. But, okay, I loved this. I'm just going to say it was Palman Realness. Shout out to my Digimon girls. Um, I, but is it like, is that not kind of the whole point that it's like anyone else would wear it? You'd be like, what the fuck? I just think it's, what am I trying to say here? I, I think it just shows how clear her identity is. And like you immediately, like I love a drag queen that it's like you immediately get what they're about when you see and they can interpret things differently and they can do different things but like at the end of the day the through line is them and I feel like I immediately get that with her even with this I loved it you can hate away all you want I'm I'm a big fan I was obsessed with this I'm gonna be honest I thought this was so cool I thought it was so fashion it reminded me of like Honestly, it gave me like art pop era Gaga when she was like walking out of her apartment in absolutely the most fucking insane clothes and giving full performances for the paparazzi for like an hour at her doorway. This was like really cool to me. And it did feel very, very, very her. I love the flower. I love the makeup. I love the little like leaves that came out through the hands. Like I just thought it was so sweet and cute and funny and camp but like still really fashiony and like also really stupid which is my favorite like highbrow stupid humor I live for yeah it felt cool but also kind of silly mm-hmm. like it struck that balance really well I felt I was say we haven't actually been critiquing the performances uh of the queens we've been so caught up in all these looks oh um, sorry my bad sorry. no no that's my that's that that's that's me um Okay, so we, we've discussed Safira. Morphine, Maya, Samantha, really, we don't want to discuss it. They were both with Safira and they definitely were overshadowed, I felt, um, by her. But I think they both, like, they both had funny lines. I think Morphine did a much better job of trying to execute the funny lines as a character than Maya did. Maya, like, 100%. Just, like, um, like, Maya might as well have not been there for this challenge, this episode, <laughs> I'm afraid. It was so... <laughs> the- <laughs> background character is the phrase I keep saying. Am I being very mean? Sorry. Um, I, but again, I will say it's really hard when you have Safira being Safira and having, and she had obviously more to play with. I think that's always the trap of those background, literal background characters or those like secondary characters in those groups. It's like, you can't be seen to be stealing the show too much because it takes away from the narrative, but you mm. can't be seen to be Wallflower not really doing anything because you're going to be like, well, what did you do? You brought nothing to the character. You brought nothing to the performance. And regrettably, I feel like that's what happened here. Well, Maya did steal the show when she when the habit covered her face and she couldn't get rid of it for a few. But she seconds. didn't. When I watched that, I was like, "Oh, she did that intentionally, like funny." But she didn't. No? Oh no, she didn't. No, 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 yeah. no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like, that. I saw her with that over her face, and I was like, "Girl, that is the perfect analogy of how your drag race run is going." So. <laughs> 
<laughs> and like anybody oh who had gosh. any sort of like natural ability to make people laugh would have taken that moment yeah. and just to like a funny and thing. And made it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you've been given the opportunity to like do something that makes you stand out. I don't know. She just, and I feel like they do, the thing that they hate the most, I feel like they clock the girls when they are not the focal point, but they're just standing there. Like they still want you to yeah. be like giving some kind of reaction or face or like reacting to what's happening or like anything to just stand there and be like watching back and forth. Like it's crazy. I mean, I'm trying to, other than like what the narrative tells me, can I really say the Dawn did better than Megami in that lineup? Like Nymphia was the best with her pine cones in those three. Can I really split Dawn and Megami? I think Dawn had better stage presence. I think she was more identifiable. I think Dawn was more consistent. I think with Megami, it was the highs were high and the lows were low. Like she had the hairy, whatever, hair schnitzel, brilliant banger out of the park. I, exactly as the judge just said. And then after that, it was like, where were you? She was not, no thoughts at empty. She was not on the stage. You know what I mean? Whereas like Dawn at the very, I, I take your point that I, I'm not sure Dawn had as many home runs with the performance, but I felt was connected to the performance for the whole thing and was switched on for the whole thing. Yeah, stayed in the character. Yeah. Yeah. It was comedic. Like, Dawn was at least, mm. it wasn't like slap your knee funny, but like, it was comedic still, you yeah. know? Yeah, definitely. Okay, Q, she gave us this lotus, mantis, pink kind of, what, what do you call the um, the kind of f- flower garlands that they wear in Hawaii? Is it like a leia? Or a, a or lei. A, a lei. I felt there was, you know, that was kind of part of the inspiration for, um, for Q's look and I actually thought the Q, the pink face like the pink mug was really well done there was like shade there was depth to it this was a, a really good week I, I I was discussing UK versus the world as well there was also someone who came out uh, Le Grand Dame came out in a look where that was kind of on all fours with crutches and stuff like that as this sort of like black latex xenomorph monster unfortunately seeing those kind of looks back to back that one as a creature on all fours look I think read slightly better that aside, this I still thought was lovely. Like this was too much, but in a really good way. This was like she's Q is so good that it's almost like it's like, how do you even critique something like this? Like it's literally so well executed. It's so cool. The attention to detail is insane from like her legs being completely like rhinestoned, the boots. It gave me Evie Oddly vibes, kind of. Like oh, yeah, Evie Oddly and her her jellyfish. Yes. I would say attention to detail, the panties aren't stoned. Mm. And that <laughs> did stand out. But other than that. And nothing brings on a look like an unstoned panty. panty. <laughs> am I a ghoul in gloves or am I wearing an unstoned panty? <laughs> <laughs> the two genders, ghoul in gloves, unstoned panty. <laughs> Were you a Q fan? Yeah, I really liked this. Now, again, I will say I haven't seen the full episode of that uh, UK versus the world, but I saw the again. Obviously, saw a clip on social media, and when you compare them, you're like, "La Grande, that's pretty fucking impressive." But I think the makeup and everything—it's so hard to do that, like a full colorful beat without it just looking like face paint. You know what I mean? But this was a full look, and it fed into the concept of the body look and the costume again you have this unique interpretation i i really liked it it's it was quite busy but i think it worked i think the busyness added to you needed to fully commit to do that praying mantis thing, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 oh, 100% and q really really good at the challenge i mean she did really good in the snl skit she knows her comic timing she knows her characterizations you know i don't think she had to do the amanda laporte but she chose to and she did it so well oh it was sorry yeah the challenge makeup again and and michelle pointed this out just her the ability to do the different styles and then be executed so well and they're so refined and they're so sharp and just so funny just a real all-rounder that cue the future out of her i think He was my winner, by the way. Like, he was, like, who I believe is going to win Drag Race this year. Okay. okay. Uh, Plain Jane is next. She 
was giving a Rapunzel, I think, was the kind of idea of the look with the long blonde hair and the kind of um, <laughs> mini skirt that was kind of pleated and off the shoulder. The best thing about this runway was Michelle's line, you can lead a whore to culture. Thought that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed that. That was good. Um, I mean, we've kind of read this already and being like, like I think she looks good. Does it give me flower? No. Like, what are you putting the doll at the end for as well? What are you, like, it just feels, some of it feels so slapdash. Again, again, very beautiful wig. Very beautiful wig, and I get it, but I also don't necessarily read that as flowers. Like, a, like it's a fine look, bar the doll. The doll actually made me irate when I saw her going on about it. I was like, what are you talking about? But I don't know, it didn't, it didn't wow me. I thought it was a pretty loose interpretation of the, of the theme. I think unless you know that, the Disney tangled interpretation of Rapunzel. I'm not sure you'd initially really get that. Maybe I'm wrong there. I don't know. But I was like, yeah, grand, whatever. Does tangled, does the does the gal entangled have flowers in her hair? Well, it's there's a lot of like nature and her going out into the nature. Maybe, do I need to rewatch this film? Maybe. As I'm <laughs> do I need out. to watch this film? I don't know. Oh, brilliant. You should watch it. But um, yeah, maybe as we're unpacking it, I don't, I don't know. Maybe we're just, but yeah. I feel Troy, like can you translate this now. for us? Troy, help, please, for the love of God, I'm drowning. I just felt like, again, I there's no, like, I look at this and I'm like, there's no discernible reason why she would be wearing this. Like, there's no, I'm just like, okay, so this week you're apparently like a camp queen. Like, okay. Um, not camp whatsoever. Like, not just, camp whatsoever. No. And, the, and it wasn't, again, like, the fact that we're sitting here trying to like figure out the bit and the joke, it's just not, it's okay to not be funny. Like it's fine. I don't know who told her she was funny. Somebody has led her astray and led her Somebody to- Somebody lied to her several times. Lied to her several times and, and led this young woman to believe that she is a jokester or like a stand-up, and she's not. Like you're not funny. Nothing that she has executed humor-wise on this show has landed. Uh, I also saw her so last week we discussed how Plain Jane was brought up on stage with Madonna hated that uh, now she's with one of my other faves Juju B. they did this sort of like bit on Instagram of Plain Jane climbing one of those like American fire escapes with the Rapunzel pigtail coming down and Juju B playing Rapunzel's mother it's a stick that didn't really work for me um yeah, I, I kind of agree it's not funny. However, we look like we're about to get a good snatch game from her, which might put us on their place. So I guess we'll see. And I, Okay, I, to be positive, I thought she did really, she was very um magnetic on stage. And I thought, yeah, I thought she delivered her lines really well. I really did. <laughs> Nobody can she... see Kian, but he is absolutely in contortions <laughs> laughing. I'm like, Gowns, beautiful gowns. Um, <laughs> nice gowns, yeah. <laughs> magnetic <laughs> gowns. Yeah, magnetic gowns. I thought she did good on stage. Like, I thought she was like... She did. No. Yeah. And I thought she delivered the lines really well. She outshone Tsunami by far. Yes. I think, to be fair. Um, so yeah, she did do a good good stage. And to be like, you know, I thought she kind of got the balance of villain kind of right in this episode. Like that mean girls walk through where they walked around to we all to kind of wreck each other's heads. Like there was cuntiness in there, but it was done with a smile and it was a bit of fun. And like, I thought that that was kind of fun to see. Fun villainery on TV. Villainery, yeah. Finally, Tsunami Muse gave us an upside down bouquet of flowers. I did feel she kind of had to over-explain this. That wasn't maybe necessarily needed. Like, I think the idea of the kind of, like, the lining of the skirt underneath look, like, looked like flowers was incredibly impressive. Um, and then the kind of saran wrap cape was kind of clever too. Um, but, like, fun concept. Okay, execution. I know you're a tsunami gal, Troy. Did you love this? thought that this was a hot ass mess i'm gonna be honest i really did not understand it there's a version of this that was viral like a couple years ago that aquaria did a really good version of instead of being an upside down bouquet which i don't even want to get into that the logistics of it being upside down um where like the bouquet was like coming out of her head and there were roses everywhere surrounded by the cellophane and 
she looked like an actual bouquet of flowers that was like being held. This was, it took too much explaining. It wasn't made well. It didn't fit well. I don't understand why it was upside down. Like, I just don't, I don't understand any of it, to be honest. It gave me like season two of Drag Race. Yeah, this is a banger season two often. I just looked up the Aquaria look and it's to see it like Aquaria's execution is just because I love the idea. I'm so I buy into that concept of the saran wrap cling film. It's not cling film, plastic wrap, whatever for the flowers. I'll buy into that. I hated this. I hate the ruffles. It was just, oh, it's it like the, the idea is there. What you've yeah. done to this is not was not my vision for it at all and as you said giving very early drag race and (laughs) we mean that derogatorily (laughs) giving just to reiterate (laughs) just to reiterate (laughs) not complimentary if anyone there thought they caught a stray compliment we're taking that back out of your hands again (laughs) (laughs) and the way the way the sort of the way the dress is cut around the like the breast area kind of looks like I guess kind of like hands coming up out of the water it just it was a few odd choices there I must say it's really bad it's like really bad like I'm looking at it now and I'm just like this is it's actually crazy (laughs) um okay so in the top was plasma sephira q any disagreements with that okay with that I'm okay with that yeah, they were kind of the three biggest roles, and they were all done, I think, to a very high standard, which I think is good. And then the bottom three were the three M's: Morphine, Maya, and Megami. Megami and Maya, hundred percent. I think it could have been Morphine or a Tsunami in the bottom three. Yeah, I think Tsunami got lucky, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. I it was like, I don't know how that didn't end up in the bottom three, but that would have for sure been in my bottom three without any. It would have been my first bottom three. Okay. All right. Okay. We've turned on your girl tsunami from <laughs> Um So this is the bit that pissed me off in this episode. I know they went for Flowers Runway and now it kind of feels like they retroactively realized that they had the rights to Grammy Record of the Year Flowers by Miley Cyrus and then put the 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 runway around that um but i would have loved the lip sync song to be one of the pop songs that uses a song from the sound of music so like seven rings by ariana grande or my personal fave gwen stefani's wind it up yeah oh that would have been so good (laughs) oh now that's maybe mad so they didn't get that (laughs) wind it up would have been absolutely insane so good oh my god that's especially with maya and her flips and stuff she could have done a great job to that Mm -hmm. and that's a good lip sync song yeah the your lady oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) wow Um, yeah so disappointed or even just give us the og lonely goatherd that is also a banger i listen to that unironically all the time uh did we think plasma deserved to win maybe we kind of discussed this are you two leaning towards safira as well. I would have been leaning towards Vera, yeah, personally. But do you know what? Good for her. She wanted it. She went she in with it. a point to prove, and she did. So, Troy? Yeah, I agree. 1,000%. Right, so that means Plasma has now two wins, joining Nymphia in the two wins club, Um, going through into next episode. And Maya versus Megami in the lip sync. Did we think the right... Oh, Finula, you were saying you were very, you enjoyed the pussycat wig and, and, and the body dive in the lip sync. So you were happy with Maya w- staying another day. Yeah, Megami just approached the whole approached the whole thing wrong about being like, oh, I'm not showing enough emotion and I'm too stern faced. So I need to show. I felt like overcompensated with the fake crying and being sad when the whole point of flowers is that started to cry but then remembered so I stopped crying whereas Megami was like no nah, I'm actually just gonna fucking ball my eyes out here but I'm whinging crying I it was just you compare that then to Ray Sunshine Maya and like embracing it as this empowerment anthem what it was 
you're obviously gonna your eyes are gonna be drawn to her you know what I mean so yeah I think the right person stayed and the right person went home yeah when I heard Megami be like this isn't a dancing song I'm going to you know Babe. channel the emotion Babe. I thought it was going to be like a didn't we almost have it all style moment but I was like oh you mean like the slow jam bop of the air that's that's the slow emotions okay all right, mm. whatever go home um yeah I have the I have almost all the characters for Snatch Game because I furiously paused the trailer for next week so we can go through them. Um, Safira is going to be James Brown, which I think is good. That's a, like a classic figure that Rue loves that hasn't been done before. So I think that's going to be really good. Uh, Nymphia is going to be Baroness Jane Goodall, who, if you didn't know who she was like I didn't, is like this legendary philanthropist who studied monkeys and like has her own lego piece uh i don't know what she is like as a person i'm wondering is this an infamous way to make banana jokes who knows it's 100 percent a way to it's a vehicle for bananas dawn is going to be a ghoul in gloves aka megan mccain <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is she parodyable or she, yeah 100% I think in wardrobe yeah. and stuff because she is known for it was the view she was on wasn't she and she used to be wearing these the hairstylist seemed to fucking hate her because she had these absolutely insane with strange high ponytail kind of vibes whatever so I think there is something in that if you just kept changing out the hair maybe I don't know and she's but, very like so her thing is that she can't she's a, a cunt like she's a complete asshole yeah yeah. fight with women on the wheel all the time but she always brings up her dad and she'll yeah. find ways to relate everything okay. to so there's her dad the so that's I think what she'll probably lean towards okay cool uh, Morphine is going to be Anna Delvey who is a good statue game choice because there's a lot to work with but you need to be able to do the accent well it, like that that it's been caricatured a lot. You need to do a good one and you need to have the voice down. If you don't have the voice down. I have no hope. You have no Are hope. Are people also kind of over oh, yeah. her in general? This is like you people doing I mean? Joe Exotic. I'm like, no. Oh God. What a dark timeline. Fucking hell. <laughs> and Morphine is already, I'm sorry, not funny. So that's going to be, that's going to be upset. So she's going to be sitting beside <laughs> Maya who's doing Trina's cousin Shaki. Shakita? Is, is she on love and hip hop? Is she a housewife? Is she even a celebrity? <laughs> I have no idea who she's. I don't know who that is. Anyway, we'll find out next week. Then we. I don't know plasma. Plasma wasn't in the. Uh, wasn't in the trailer. Nor was tsunami. Q is going to be Amelia Earhart. So I mean, like interesting character. It's good when the, we like the old. You know, Shakespeare and stuff is a good character to do because you can't. You know, we actually have nothing to compare them with. So if she kind of make, I don't know, she could make Amelia Earhart and any sort of caricature, caricature that could end up being kind of fun. But the one that I kind of got a DM about from a listener who was telling me about uh, playing Jane's character is called uh, Yelena Karleusha, who is a Serbian pop star. Uh, let me read out what they said. Serbian pop star who gets into fight with politicians all the time and has an ongoing feud with Checha, another Serbian pop star whose husband is a war criminal. Uh, Yelena isn't a good person in these situations. She's been fatphobic towards the Eurovision winner from Serbia before. Uh, maybe outside of the region, she's famous for complaining that Kim Kardashian is copying her looks, which honestly, when you look at it, could make sense. I think this basically, this like, controversial cunty pop star is basically a way for plain Jane to play plain Jane as a character and to be honest that's the best thing to do in Snatch Game yeah I like the one like I, I love the ones like Amelia Earhart where you just project whatever you want into the person and turn it into like literally anything those are the funniest to me so yeah I think it could be interesting could be interesting to see who ends up doing well and who joins Maya in the lip sync next week? Flop culture is prospering. Uh, what do you have coming up? A uh, friend of the show, Aaron Twitchin, was on recently with an excellent episode on Talisa. If you wanted justice for Talisa, it's the closest thing we're going to get is that episode of Flop culture. What do you have coming up in the next few weeks? 
So this week we have Totally Scott Lee, the reality series that followed Scott Lee's solo career post Steps. The best reality show of all time. I'm saying that not hyperbolically. I've said that. I say that someone who's watched a lot of reality TV. Perfection. Brilliant. We'll never see it again. So good. And we're doing Leap Year. Obviously mentioned it already. The year that it is. Fucking terrible movie. Should Amy Adams have won the Oscar for it? Potentially because she's the best thing about it. Um, a couple of other things, lots of surprises over on Flop Culture, but it will be floppy, that's always a guarantee. Right, Snatch Game, I mean, could maybe Snatch Game will continue this level of excellence and uh, that we're, you know, that we're cruising on with the musical. Out of the names that we mentioned there, do you have one that you're particularly looking forward to? Um, I'm excited to see, just because I find her to be such a polarizing person, I'm excited to see Dawn's interpretation of Meghan McCain. I think that would be like, and I'm also a big fan of The View. So anything The View-centric, I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm glad I'll have you along to give us the Meghan McCain tea on the performance. Yes. Oh, and anything you need, I'm your Megan McCain girl. <laughs> <laughs> Megan McCain. <laughs> That's what they call me. That's what they call you. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. You can head over to, to headsofpodcast.com if you want to check out our premium feed where I'm covering UK versus the world. Until then, Troy and I will chat to you next week when it's Snatch Game, baby. Have a lovely week. I shall see you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. Plus.